0: The whole hemorrhoids thing we just totally oh skipped God, no. over. I, <laughs> I, are we
1: gonna I talk don't about wanna that? talk about my hemorrhoid. <laughs> I can talk about mine. <laughs> leave that one in. Leave <laughs> it in
0: Okay, y'all. Yeah. What are we eating and drinking today?
1: I can go. Um I it, it's what time is it right now? It is 822 <laughs> in the morning. And in true samcha fashion, I am having <laughs> A Tara beer <laughs> nice. <Yay>. at eight <laughs> 8.30 in the morning uh, and then balance out that for health purposes. I have a bowl of tomatoes that oh. I have just been snacking on in Korea because tomatoes are just so sweet. They're almost like fruits here in Korea. So good. I was going to ask if the tomatoes there are just like elite. <laughs> they are supreme elite mm. tomatoes. They're so good. So if you I'm ever jealous. come to Korea this time of year i would highly recommend getting some tomatoes.
2: Mm, okay.
1: Um i also have
2: some beer. i've got a Weinstephaner. <laughs> <laughs> Weinstephaner Vitis beer. And then uh, for my snack, it's really more of a little meal. i've got some kibechim that my uh, brother made and i just oh got yum. literally like one piece of the beef. Kibechim uh-huh. is like a braised beef and kind of like a sweet and savory soy based sauce, um, and some rice, and some kimchi on the side. Oh, oh So, galbi so like kimchi, like that yes. combo. Yes, and then the oh sauce mixed with the rice. Yes. And then yes. hit it so with, excited. like,
1: crisp, crisp cold beer. beer. Woo! Mm. My
0: God. You yes, living.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't really get the memo, but I guess this is, like, technically what they call Korean rice beer, although is, yeah. is makgeolli rice beer? Beer? I thought it was just rice like wine.
2: A, rice beer. Yeah, makali is makali.
1: Like, yes. uh, rice is <laughs> <alcohol> on <laughs> its
0: own. We have maku here. We love maku on the pod. Is um, that the passion one? fruit? Yeah, what Passion flavor? fruit. Ooh. So good. The neutral. So drop. good. The yeah, very, drop. very good. And then I, too. Look how cute these oh are. I do have oh some tomatoes. I didn't get these from Korea, but they are from I'm Costco. Sorry. They're actually very good. <laughs> Next um, best after then, Korea. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Costco. then some kiwi. Yummy.
2: I love that we and all have helpful. something Korean. Like Christine's got the Terra beer. Yeah. you uh-huh. got the maku. I've got the galbi jim. Amazing. Oh, representing. <laughs> yes. The balance.
1: Totally. We are talking about our day jobs so I know that it might seem like we're full-time podcasters at this point we're um, very professional (laughs) full-time this is what we do for a living but actually it does not pay the bills yet it will Uh (laughs) So, we have uh, day jobs. We have multiple jobs. We wear many hats, but we're going to talk about what we do for a living, how we earn a paycheck, and then we're going to probably explore some other spaces as we head into icha and samcha. But today's topic is about day jobs.
0: So exciting. We will make sure to not go too crazy, even in Samcha, because we don't want HR calling us. Or do we? (laughs) I know, or do we? But just, I mean, as you guys all know, at this point, Samcha, we go three rounds, Ilcha, icha, and Samcha, one, two, three. Um, We just go deeper and deeper as we drink, as we eat, as we chat. And so I think we're going to just start off by cheersing Peruge. Cheers to Cheers. your child.
2: Megan's cheersing her that? tomato bowl. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, the the mar- 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 oh, you put it in a bowl. <laughs> That's very Korean. That's very Korean. <laughs> we'll start with just sharing what we do for work. I think we should try to describe it in the most simple way possible. There's this like, I saw a TikTok or a meme or something of like how you know that you're good friends when like you like literally have no idea what your friend does for work because like you don't talk about
0: mm-hmm. work. Yes, yes, yeah. heard that.
2: <laughs> But but I actually feel like I do have a good grasp. But um, who wants to go first in sharing sharing what their day job is? I can go. I have like okay. a, I have like a
0: ten word. Is it ten words? We'll count it. Like a okay. ten word. I'll count. Five second. Elevator uh, pitch for what I do. So I'm a mm-hmm. <laughs> program manager at a nonprofit <laughs> that connects older adults <laughs> to technology. <laughs> Twelve words. <laughs> okay, so so I'm a program manager at a nonprofit um, that connects older adults to tech. That's mm. the five second. Explain it like. What's I'm a program five. manager? I manage programs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it like computers or is it phones or is it like a nest in your home? And then is it like really old people or is it like <laughs> six? I don't know. Like what is an oh, age yeah, person?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, older adult is like the PC term to describe like an old person or an older person. So you know how – like in media, you hear about like uh, seniors or like, mm. oh, I'm having a senior moment. Well, senior is not really like a term we use anymore. And it actually, oh. the, the proper term to use is older adult. And that ranges God. from anyone over 60, 65 and over. Okay. And that's just an older adult.
1: I called my um, mom an aging person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's that's actually really good too. Like that's like a nice, really way to put it. But I mean, we, we're aging. Like you're know, yeah, aging <laughs> too. Yeah. So you know, it is. Don't so- call
1: Kathy names. <laughs> <laughs> so call her an older adult, and then what is? What kind of tech are you helping implement? That sounds such like that sounds like such a noble like thing to do because I've oh. tried to help my mom with her phone. And I get so oh my gosh, yeah. impatient.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, patience. Patience is definitely a, a soft skill for sure. But basically, like I work on a team that. Um, partners with different tech companies. So that could be like startups that have different software or actual hardware for older people, Um, all the way up to like big organizations like Amazon that have products that may be viable for older people. Um, And they actually come to us because we manage and operate all of these retirement communities all across, namely California. And so we interface with older people on the daily. And so specifically I work on this team that then works with these companies to then test their products with mm. our residents and our older adults. Um, and so the actual like name for the industry is age tech. Now, like everyone's, mm. everyone's like FinTech or like, mm. what other age like? Tech. yeah. So there's all these different like techs, um, now, and it used to be called other things, but like age tech is kind of what stuck. Um, Mm -hmm. And so to further, I guess, like, give you examples of different types of tech, it could be literally anything. So like, there's like, a smart cane that um, somebody created where like it counts like your like steps or like it measures like gait or balance. There's things like, like things that you wear that monitor like your heart rate. It could even be like as simple as most recently, there's this new little um, ro- what we call robotic pets, and it's like a little. I thought it was like it's a like a, like um, a, flute, a flute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we call like like a robotic pets,
0: and it's this tiny little like bird, and it's pretty low tech if you think about it. But it just like chirps and sings. But it's meant to um, sit on top of a walker so that a resident um. who doesn't like using, like an older person who doesn't like using their walker because they for whatever reason don't like using it because it makes them feel old or they don't like it or they forget it like attracts them back to their walker and they can use their walker more um, and it's
1: called a walker
0: squawker isn't that so great? <laughs> um, so yeah That's just so like cute. like it ranges um, it ranges a lot but then, Yeah, I just. I'm imagining right
2: now the like that Brookfield store. Is it Brookfield? Uh huh. Oh Brookstone. 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 (laughs) Brookstone. That's what it is. I'm imagining like a Brookstone of obviously like a a theoretical Brookstone of like all these different like products and services, and so you help get those like into the hands of the right people.
0: Exactly, and then also Mm -hmm. to inform a lot of these startups and these organizations, how and why it's important to like create and continue creating these technologies for older people. Because I think Mm. most of the time we see tech, it's made for people like us, right? It's like, I I always use the term of like, oh, usually tech is made for the 27 year old white male. Um, But that's actually not true. If it's made for people that really need it, that, that makes a big difference. So yeah, that's...
2: Is it usually, I know we're like, I know, I know we keep talking about it, but I'm just so like intrigued. Is it usually like companies like are already creating something that is, you know, for that audience. And then, you know, you come in to help, you know, implement it or like distribute it or whatever it is, train people. Or do you also play like a consulting role where if there is a tech company where they don't have that in mind yet, but you're like, Hey, like, this is what you can do to be accessible to this whole like generation of people. Like yes. is there like a mix of those?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. So we use sometimes we get like startups that will reach out to us to say hey we created this thing for an older adult can we see if it makes sense so we'll do different pilot tests and different things like that to see if it's viable and then there are other times where we feel like oh somebody so i'll use the amazon example like amazon i think we all know what an amazon alexa is it's like this little smart speaker that you can talk to it talks back and we saw that when it first came out and we saw this crazy opportunity for an older person to be able to like ask what the weather is or ask what time it is without then having to walk over to their wall clock right Mm. or turn on a light instead of having to go across their room and potentially fall and so we saw the opportunity there and then we did a pilot with just at one community we just tested it out and then we wrote a report and literally the next day amazon called us and was like hey holy shit, what are you guys doing? Like, we want to be part of it. And now, um, yeah, it's really cool. And now there's actually um, an organization within Amazon that does – things for senior living so that's something that we started partnering with them like it's been a a little a a little while now but yeah so like to answer your question it's kind of both so like Mm. it's both these companies that are creating things specifically for older people and then um, sometimes it's like something really random but we see the opportunity and so we'll reach out or we'll do something and they'll kind of end up partnering
2: with us very cool
1: <laughs> can I ask another I question <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: gonna be like Megan has a cool job <laughs> Yeah,
1: because like i like generally I can like I can frame like what this person does off the bat but like this is like a category or like an industry that I only know you work in um I don't know anyone else who works in in this space but i know that like you went to school for this how did you decide to do this type of work so
0: i went to grad school for gerontology which is the study of aging and i went into school and if you watch a video (laughs) that christina Had um, we'll released. Uh, when was that? Yeah, we'll link it below. K Choi on YouTube. <laughs> I basically went to school for to learn about the study of aging, and I went because I I was kind of like on this clinical track, and I I thought I was going to be like, you know, go to med school or or do something more clinical and, and help older people. But then I actually found age tech. I mean, it was called, it was called geron technology back then, which clearly would like didn't stick. Geron technology. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. Um, And so then I found that, I mean, it it doesn't, it makes total sense though. Like now that you hear it, it's like, yeah, of course, older people can benefit from tech. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah. So then I think it kind of just like went in that direction. And then this is and parcel to what I do, but I think actually to Christina's question before about like consulting. So you're right, Christine, there like really isn't a lot, there aren't a lot of teams like the one that I'm in. And so um, part of the work that we do is like, we actually go out and we consult for other organizations that have and house older people to then create like teams where they can, Understand and pilot test and have different programs around introducing these types of technologies to older people so that, like, Mm. that's one part of the hat
1: helping make it more sustainable, exactly, not just all on
2: you. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's cool. Um, so so there's like all of these different things. I know that's why I can't leave. That is
1: cool, Megan. That is
2: so cool. Cheers to Megan and her really cool Aww. job. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to older people. We love mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Okay, what about you, Christine?
1: <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh, that I'm was cool. So... <laughs> what about you, Christine? <laughs> Me? <laughs> I am also a manager, but not a program manager. I am a product manager at a fintech company. And what I do simply is if you open up your favorite app to send money to your friends, there are a bunch of different features and they don't come from any, like they don't come out of thin air. Someone builds them and someone has to prove that they work and uh, that they're valuable to customers. And so in the process of building these products and features, um, I manage the whole cycle of, is this worth it to deliver to customers, um, managing how it's built based off of um, all of the other factors that uh, go into building this technology. Uh, and then lastly, delivering it to customers to make sure that it's implemented well and that this product or feature is success.
0: Whoa. Whoa. So, because it deals, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> but I was like, whoa. Wait, but because because you deal with because the the technology deals with money, are there mm-hmm. just like a lot of regulatory things that you have to jump through? It's not just like, oh, I created this thing where like I can make your photo be cute or something. You know, it's not like yeah. something simple. There's actual yeah. regulation. Is that There's- true?
1: a lot of it. Like I think that the fintech industry is under a lot of scrutiny, especially by regulators. And so, whenever we launch a product, there's a bunch of people that we have to get buy-in from, and legal is a part of that. So, we have all these like checks in place to make sure that whatever we're launching, it's like good for the customer and that it's going to be beneficial and that we're not breaking any laws. <laughs>
2: Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like the features, I think like some, of, um, cause I, on my YouTube channel, <laughs> I did an interview like with someone who she's a product manager. And so I like, I learned like a little bit like high level about, um about that role. Uh, but the features, is it, does it range from like, from my understanding, it can range from like a single like button and like what the button looks like and does to like, does it range to like bigger Kind of things uh-huh. or like what's yeah. the yeah what are some examples
1: yeah so in my time at this company that I work for I've definitely worked on switching the words on a button <laughs> and that <laughs> makes a huge difference because people are confused mm. like what does this actually mean um, so clarifying the user experience is one one aspect of the job and then another part is like finding product market fit for a larger feature ways that the company can introduce larger features to customers that takes a longer time but um it definitely does range from these small minor ux tweaks and then also these like larger product features Mm -hmm. or even enhancements that take a lot more time and investment and you have to like that that requires more research because it has more investment on like the engineering side you have to like do a lot of cross-functional stakeholder management. And then in in terms of introducing it to market, like you have to market it like heavily uh, so that people know about these features. So it does range um, Mm -hmm. from these small features to like a whole new section in the app or a whole new tab in the app or a whole new app in itself. So I think like the company that I work for not only exists in the app space, but also exists outside. in like mm. the real life space um,
2: like so physical? a lot like of physical payments? or that, yeah, yeah. like browser um, oh, okay
1: there's like there's like in app payments. <laughs> there's cons- like uh you can pay businesses, you can pay people, you can oh, go in person and pay for things at like the you know, like the point of sale device. Mm-hmm. Um, there's they also sell <laughs> like, products. There's so many things. What?
0: Uh huh? <laughs> like, tr- like trying not to like say too much, <laughs> but like also trying to like answer the <laughs> Can question. you can
1: you feel that? Like I'm like holding back from trying to expose where I work. <laughs> but anyways, in a nutshell, like If I were to summarize it, yes, it's, like, small and big things and a lot of Mm. things in general.
2: Small and big things and a lot of things in general.
0: (laughs) Is that specific enough for you? That's a politician answer right there.
2: (laughs) It's just, like, any time I – even just, like, in these two examples, like, just the range of types of jobs that are out there and, like, how deep you go into them is just – just wild to me, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's All also these, like, like industries exist. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and it's also so fun to hear, like your friends who like you get drunk with on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, and then like there's a series. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have like full fledged like professional jobs, and they yeah. get shit done, and you're like what. <laughs>
2: So I'm always curious oh, yes. of, like, ooh, what would it be like if I, like, worked with one of my good friends? Because, like, you've always, like, I've always, I've had, like, work besties where, like, you became close friends at work. Like, you met them at work and mm-hmm. you became close friends. And then maybe even after you left, you're still friends. But I've never, like, been good friends with someone already and then, like, worked with them. Yeah. So I'm so curious, yeah. like, what that dynamic would be like. But, yeah, yeah. It would either be, mm-hmm. like, either, like... You'd be like an all-star duo team, or like you'll mm-hmm. just be completely distracted and not want you guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um okay, Christina, I, what do you <laughs> okay? <laughs> what do you do, Christina? Right. Okay. I will go next. My job, I at the highest level, I just say I'm a change management consultant. Uh, and then when I go into it a little bit more, it's like if a company has a change or a strategy or a culture that they want to implement or just make it happen throughout the organization we help them do that and we help them do that with workshops and films and like very creative artistic engaging ways so the company isn't just like holding a town hall and going through 200 slides and then saying okay now here's the now go off and do your thing um so yeah, the, that's like, that's the highest level of what I do. <laughs> mm, I
0: can't mm. imagine how difficult that would be because mm. like just at a, just at like a life human level, like we all know how difficult changes, but then yeah. to take that and like in like a professional setting, cause you can't just be like. Bitch, change. Like, it has to be, like, really, like, it has to be professional. And, like, you said, like, very Mm -hmm. creative and, like, all of these things. So, what is, like, the one, like, really low hanging fruit thing that teams, so maybe not organizations, but, like, a team Mm -hmm. can do to implement a certain change?
2: That's, Mm -hmm. like, so vague. But if you just want to take, like, I mean, I'll, I'm going to respond to it with, like, a very, theoretical thing which is just people need to understand the why behind something that's like the main first thing and so it's usually like the why the what and the how but like usually we just skip to the how of like here's your new job like this is your description like go work with these people or we or we just skip to the what and the how and we don't take time to talk about the why and so that part is like the most important part because if we always say this we have this like there's this quote. I actually don't know who who it's from, but we always use it. Is people will tolerate the conclusion of others, but they'll act on their own. So, like they'll listen to like oh. what other people have concluded and what other people with all this research and whatever. Like they'll listen to it and they'll tolerate it, but ultimately they're gonna do what they think is right or what's best for them. And so you always have to uh, talk about the why, and it's not just telling them but it's like having them have the conversation and kind of discover it for themselves. So that's where things like workshops come in, where they're like, they're presented with like all the right information, but they're like talking through it together. And then, then they're like, Oh wow. Like, so this is going on in our industry right now. So it totally makes sense that we need to do something. And then it's like, okay, yeah. So what is that something? Here's the what, and then you like can go through that. And then like, once you know that, then you can get into, like, the details of, like, how it all actually happens. So that is – that's the main main thing mm, with the why, wow. going back to the yeah.
1: why. <laughs> yeah,
0: that makes sense. Also, it's so funny because I feel like – I mean, Christine probably feels the same way, but, like, we watch every single one of your videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I I feel like I, I'm not – I'm, like – Maybe I know a little more than the layman of like what change management consulting is, but yeah, it's always like really cool to hear. And it totally makes sense because like imagine changing something at an organizational level, like you just have to figure Mm -hmm. that out. so.
2: Yeah. Very
0: cool. We're so yeah. important and we do such professional <laughs> things.
2: Oh, uh, the business speak was just like mm. flowing out though. It's like I know. Uh, I'm to like uh, wash it out with some beer. Oh <laughs> Cheers. Oh my gosh, yes. Cheers. Cheers guys. Let's go to Icha. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm excited for
0: I'm excited for this round. Okay. So the question we wanna dive into for Icha is if you had another job. Right. Other than like what you're doing now, mm. what do you feel like it would be? And I guess like it's it's in relation to like what other job do you think you would be actually good at?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> well, I feel like we all three of us have like side like side things that we yeah. do kind of creatively. Yeah. So I something guess... other than
2: that, maybe.
1: Because, like, we all do
2: have our side, like, you know, Instagram, YouTube, blog, etc. But maybe if it's, like, if we had another kind of, like, corporate or 9-to-5, maybe maybe not, like, limiting to corporate or 9-to-5 because you could be, like, owning a company or, like, a business. But, yeah, something other than our side hustle that we already do. Ooh. Ooh. That's a curveball. (laughs) I had a friend um, text me after she listened to our I Hate Myself episode from season one, and then she said, I haven't finished listening to episode three yet, but I did re- listen to your fatal flaw, and I relate so much. And my fatal flaw, I think it has to do with like me always needing to be right or like wanting to be correct about things. And then she said, "You would have made a great lawyer, but maybe it's also good you didn't go to law school because this profession encourages that trait, or you'd become the world's best litigator."
1: Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. What you were gonna do after we graduated college? I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. Christina would be a really good lawyer, litigator."
0: <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that.
2: Yeah,
1: I feel
0: like
2: that is the dark timeline of my life, or something. <laughs> it's like oh. the alternate dark timeline yeah. where, like, yeah. I went to law school and became a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> use my powers for, like, bad capitalist
1: companies or something like that. Be a Slytherin.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's one, I guess, that someone else, um, you know, observed after listening to our episode. Can you imagine what Tamcha would be like if you were... <laughs> oh, my God. I w- probably wouldn't even have time to... yeah that's true that's true that would be so sad yeah Yeah. and then also like dane is a programmer and sometimes i'm like i wonder if i could be a programmer and then he does say like because i'm detail oriented he's like i think you could like you would be good at it i could weirdly say that too yeah
0: but you're more like people i feel like i mean i'm totally Mm -hmm. this is like a total generalization but i feel like programmers are like their computer in themselves and they're like mm-hmm, you know yeah. um, whereas like you're more like people mm-hmm. being around people kind of a thing that's why i feel yeah. like a lawyer would be would make
2: total sense oh yeah kind of scares me <laughs> to mm-hmm. think about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. how about you guys i'm trying to think myself too yeah for you too i feel mm-hmm.
0: like oh the one thing that came up again through sam chao was like my voice what if i was like oh, a voice yes. actor <gasps> yeah yes 100 like, i could just like you know i don't know be a voice actor that could be kind of yeah. fun
2: yeah no and also yeah I like a voice actor yeah. or just even I like an that. actor in general because also like you're like you have the height and like uh-huh. you i remember when you <laughs> the, um the presence um, yes just, exactly like your um, vlogs that you you did like Megan also like dabbled in vlogging um, when she was in like grad school and then there was one vlog <laughs> link in bio no just kidding <laughs> No but I remember one of the vlogs I was like dude Megan like you need to keep vlogging like this was so good just like her her camera presence and her voice so oh yeah totally I could see that oh wow I think megan okay. needs to go in some improv classes this year
0: yeah <laughs> oh some my god classes? that yeah. would
2: that would be that would actually probably be good just for
0: like in general because like yeah could you that's so scary that would put me in like such an uncomfortable but in a good mm-hmm.
2: way mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: i'd want to do something in food though Oh yeah! I can see you as a
2: farmer too. (laughs) (laughs) Literally a farmer. Yeah, like Like a professional
0: forager. That'd be so much fun oh and then
2: you'd like have like you'd lead like mushroom foraging tours <laughs> and, oh, and then it's like uh, and then it ends with like a cooking cl- oh and it's like the tours where sometimes the tour guys have a little mic and people have headphones <laughs> so like when you're far away so you're literally like whispering into the mic and like okay and so these mushrooms over here like blah 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 <gasps> and then after you forage the mushrooms you lead them in a cooking class and eat the mushrooms by a campfire. <laughs> what kind of mushrooms are we talking about? Because this all is kinds. going in a very different all, direction. All, kind of- all kinds of mushrooms. <laughs> that sounds oh like gosh. everything that Megan is yeah. in
0: like
1: – Just now, in Cap- but I want yeah. – but i want to get paid for it <laughs> yeah okay I, I pay for the service to have like someone's soothing voice in my ear as i'm like in nature looking for mushrooms and like someone telling me like yeah. a backstory or why i should be eating this type mm-hmm. of mushroom yeah
2: it sounds, this terrible. sounds really but sad because in I my know. alternate world it's like a lawyer or a programmer <laughs> <laughs> A mushroom foraging guide actor extraordinaire.
1: <laughs> Wait, we, we need to, like, dig into this, though. Like, I feel uh, like that is, like, one part of it. We just, like, scratched the surface on what you could this. be. We just, like, threw out, yes. like, some yeah. certain labels. But, like, yes. yeah. when I think about Christina, like, your humor is, like... <sighs> on yeah. another like it's in another universe and i feel like something you can do something with like comedy or like writing oh, um, oh that would be cool like writing
2: yeah like, something for with a, writing, for, like a comedy for sure. show
1: or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah that would be
2: really cool yeah like really... i feel like megan would also be because mm-hmm. i know megan you were gonna go into like medicine i could see you being a really good like healthcare provider doctor like whatever yeah
0: Ooh. just because so like you like, have the
2: compassion but then you're also like you can be like you can like go share home. like yeah like confront people <laughs> and here, like I'm share what they need to know like you know yeah. but then yeah. still do it with empathy yeah yeah
0: okay
2: yeah very cool. it's sure. like it, it,
0: you're we're giving each other like corporate versions and then yeah like, <laughs> creative <laughs> versions <laughs>
2: the balance okay oh my gosh okay what about christine
0: this unicorn over here okay let's see oh my gosh
2: she could be literally anything in the world (laughs) in like in in a sense i feel
0: like corporate corporate wise i feel like you could also be like a lawyer
1: Mm. because like there's
0: there's this thing about you kind of like you getting what you want type of a thing Mm -hmm. so like you have like A master debater. (laughs) I love saying that.
1: Master debater. Uh,
0: (laughs) Master (laughs) debater. You have like this, like that vibe. So I feel like maybe corporate could Mm. be that direction. Mm. Yeah, I can see Um, that. But in terms of like creative, but that something that you're not currently doing, even as like a side hustle.
2: Ooh, like a interior design. Um, oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. or like a like a museum curator type of. A Ooh, vibe. That's oh that too. That would be cool. A museum curator, art curator. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a she just, like museum. Like yeah. a she like travels the world, like yes. looking for these like artifacts and like, or maybe, yeah, and then yeah. curates them I into like a really cool gallery yes yeah even like right I now her totally vibes with nice. the glasses and like exactly. The hair. <laughs> yeah, and exactly and she should wear like a really funky coat like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yes. I, w- I love that I love museums I love like when I did my renovation project that was like one of the things mm-hmm. that I had like the most fun with in terms of, in terms of projects that I've taken on hmm I can see this I think all coming together. Even like mm. um for
2: the interior design, like if Christine were like a host of a show, like she would be so fun and funny. Yeah. Like Aww. in the show. <laughs> I would love that. I feel like you would be some sort of
0: expert in something. Like, mm. like I could see you being like an expert in like like tea or something like let's say like in those
2: documentaries like there's a documentary about something and then christine's one of the like people who are talking (laughs) yes and like they can tell you
0: yes like everything about tea like i don't know why i chose tea for some reason but like like one like one subject matter and just like diving deep i love totally
2: yeah and, it, and then it's like you would have what like what, what do you like you I love you would have tea I love tea
1: I love matcha that's like my whole
2: like yeah. thing that I'm doing in Korea it's like yeah.
1: oh my god
2: or Christine would be like the next green lady of Brooklyn because <gasps> <Yes.
1: laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can see mm-hmm. her easily going on like a television show talking about all the shades yeah. of green yeah yeah
2: and you you could do something like that too
1: yeah mm-hmm. what am I doing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we all we're, doing <laughs> why are we not wow, doing look at these all things. these possibilities for ourselves
0: <laughs> hey it's never it's never too late we can yeah. we can have like a second coming to like our lives uh-huh just... we're only
1: like I, I was talking about this with my friends and i think like when we think about our careers like the 20s were our freshman year where we we're like trying to figure out our major mm-hmm. did i heard you talk about this Mm-mm. no right mm-hmm. um And then the sophomore year is like where you decide which major you want to like, if you don't know, like you decide which major you want to pick. And then junior and senior year, like junior year is like developing your craft, um, learning more about the space, and kind of like mastering it. And then senior year is like when you pass down the knowledge, and also Mm -hmm. being the expert or like proclaimed expert in the space. So I was talking to a friend about this. And I like think that you know, like, life is long, and you can, cur- like, you can explore different spaces while building on your previous experiences, Um, but it's, like, never too late to pivot, because, like, mm. why be stuck in something that, like, limits your, like, full potential, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Damn. Let's, we gotta, we gotta change that narrative starting from right here, right Today. here, right now. Wow. <laughs>
2: All right, well cheers to wow, that
1: Wow, cheers to that. Cheers. cheers So you know how there's this quote that says something like, Do what you love and you won't work a day in your life. What do you guys think about that?
2: Mm. I don't remember like if I had written a blog post about this, like in like really early in postgrad or like somewhere, but I had put somewhere mm. out there like that I don't like that quote. And I think it really should be, like, it's not, like, do what you love, but it's, like, find what you're good at um, is, like, more of the gist of what you should be going for. It's, like, not so much, like, what are you passionate about and, like, what do you love? Like, maybe there's some overlap, but I think it's more, like, what are you good at Um, and... You know find a way to incorporate that in your work if you can and I think in that way then you know you can find some joy because it's like you're using your skills um, like in a productive way so that's kind of like my twist on that saying if I were to kind of make it my own personally yeah yeah that sounds
0: that actually makes so much more sense yeah I think like the sentiment like the the point of what that quote is, I think, is generally really good. And obviously, like you know, you want the thing that you're good at, um, the thing that you're passionate about, and then the thing that you're getting paid for to all like be perfectly aligned and make sense. But I'm like kind of learning. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, And when, but like, I think in the last, like maybe even it was pretty recent, like the last few months, I've kind of been thinking about my day job and like the things that I also love to do, like on the side and things like that. And also thinking about this quote and thinking about how like the person who has all those three things aligned is super lucky um, Mm -hmm. and super Mm. privileged as well. Um, And so sometimes those three things don't align. Um, And sometimes you just got to make your bag in whatever way that you can. And so like, that's okay. If your day job isn't like your passion or like if your day job isn't necessarily
2: even something that you're good at, but Mm -hmm. you just have to do it because it pays the bills, then it is what it is. Like you said, it's a nice sentiment and like it's coming from a good place and it is something that is very aspirational but it's not like achievable or realistic for a lot of Mm -hmm. people um yeah yeah. or yeah some people or a lot of people or maybe it is but it'll take a really really long time and it's just it's it is unfair to have that expectation especially when you're like just graduating from college and you're like i need to find like my passion and like make that my job i think that's where it's like the most harmful you know Yeah. yeah yeah for sure
1: I think like one, I was like having a career chat with someone when I was working at like an old company and he was talking about how people base their career decisions on like a few like major factors, them being like your pay, your title, what you can learn and then the people that you work with. And Mm. so when I think about like doing what you love, like it's not like that wasn't a part of the equation. It was like there are aspects of your career that can be captured in like what you end up loving to do. So it's like, does it pay well? Are you working with people that you love? Are you growing in this space? And then is this like the type of identity that you want to take on? Mm -hmm. And I think that like for me, like the most important part is like, is this something that I want to grow in for the rest of my life? Is it interesting work where I feel like there are elements where uh, if I get promoted into a new role, like I'll be able to take on new learning opportunities. And this is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. And I think that's like where the love comes in. Um, But it's like, that's how it's been like segmented or like framed for me. But I do agree that it's like, if someone were to work at like a fast food restaurant, are there like learning and growth opportunities in this space? Can you like reframe it in that way? Um, Mm -hmm. Because people like, I like as human beings, like we're not like stagnant and we're always going to want to become, I think like we all want to try to become better people, um, better versions of ourselves. And that's like what like the career growth aspect is or where the career growth aspect comes from. Um, so that's like one way to think about it, but it's like in a job, you're not going to love every part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Like realistically work. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're like maybe if I worked at like a restaurant I loved working at the restaurant but I'm not gonna love like having to stand on my feet all day (laughs) or like Mm, like, there's like trade-offs so it's like being able to isolate like those parts of like the good and the bad um yeah I think it's like a super limiting statement because like there's a lot of blind spots in it but if you like flesh it out It makes more sense, I guess. And then it's also like the aspect of like, does it give you time to like step aside from your career? Or is it like all encompassing into like every dimension of your life? And that's like, there's more to human than just their careers, right? So it's like, how much space do you have outside? Or how much does that, like how much like mental space does this career afford you? It's all all like- all grown-up things to think about
2: (laughs) yeah and there is like something yeah I mean I don't know if it's like masochistic in a way but like there is something nice about the like oh it's the weekend and it's like that is my like time to like do whatever I want and then it's like but then you've Mm -hmm. got like you know you're dedicating the rest of your time to work or it's like if you like take your vacation days and it's like you can fully unplug um, Mm -hmm. I'm probably just like comparing that to like you know then if you're freelancing or like running a business like it kind of bleeds into different areas of your life so Mm -hmm. I personally do like again there's aspects you like and hate but there is a nice thing about like having the security of like a nine-to-five corporate type of job um and then like being able to enjoy those times that you get time for yourself uh but you know compared to other countries we get like nothing so That's where I'm saying the masochistic (laughs) part of it comes in. We have to build in our own our own freedoms and our own Mm
0: -hmm. side Mm -hmm. side Mm -hmm. hustles. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: How did I know it was gonna just get real
2: deep, real quick, (laughs) real fun?
1: You know what's also crazy is that like our parents, they just like had a job and they really like just stayed for like like, my dad golfed on the weekend. Cool. (laughs) But like for us it's like we have a full time job and we're like doing so many other things. Yeah. <laughs> like and like job hopping too. Like yeah.
2: just like mm-hmm. going from job to job. I mean, but like I've been oh,
1: yeah.
2: I've been at my job for like five and a half years now, which is like the most I've stayed at any company. I think Megan's been at her job for a long time too. Yeah. I think it's it'll be six
0: mm-hmm. years in September. And wow. that's yeah. kinda of, that's kinda of long for for, for us, us. Yeah. people. Yeah. People in mm-hmm. our cohort. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like
0: we need a cheers right there. I know, I know. A <laughs> sigh, a sigh and a cheers
1: <laughs> to our careers. <sighs> to our careers.
0: Yeah. Whatever it to, may be, you know,
2: making a living, being on this earth, yeah. having some fun.
1: <laughs> I do want to say though, like when I think generationally, like I am the first woman of my line in my like matriarchal line that like had a long-standing career. And mm. I feel really lucky for that. Mm. Um, Never thought I of it that way. That, mm. um, my mom, my, my mom had like a job before she got married, but she became like a full-time stay-at-home mom. My grandma didn't have yeah. a job. Like I'm pretty sure that the women in my line were just kind of like mothers and take like uh, caretakers of home. But I feel like working is hard and it's, there are a lot of challenges that come with being like financially independent, but I love that so much. I love like, being able to own and define like what my career space is so i think that's like really cool and like i'm i feel lucky that like i have friends that i can talk to this about and like you both are exploring spaces in different industries and we're all kind of like navigating this space for the first time ever mm-hmm. in like our our women's line i mean i mm-hmm. i can only see for myself but but we get to like you know have all these like fun cool spaces to explore and make money off of it <laughs>
2: Um,
1: what a pause. Because at the end of the thing, day, like, it's all, all we want is money. Money.
2: <laughs> money. So you know, contact us at tumchoppodcast at gmail.com <laughs> to sponsor the next episode. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Do it. Uh, yeah. Call Yum. us. <laughs> on, on that,
0: that note, note money. <laughs> money. <laughs> call us.
2: Bye. This is your voice, your voice actor opportunity
0: here is my debut um everyone find us at samcha podcast everywhere basically find us on instagram email us you know samcha podcast at gmail.com and then also samcha right is our is our website so check that out tell us if you see any typos let us know (laughs) um and we love you goodbye Good night. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.